Previously we mentioned Allah Tabarakta in this most blessed surah has encouragement to put a watch watch one is over the tongue, one is over the thoughts, and one is over the eye. And there must be a daily practice on this. And Allah Tawarukta is the one who makes that gear. So you've got to do a dua. In these three, however, few points are necessary to, un- necessary to understand. One is that just like how fasting was made the month of Ramadan to teach taqwa. So many things that happen when a person is fasting will explain to us many things that happen in this road of taqwa. During the fast, sometimes you will find that we get some phlegm by the mouth and it goes down. You don't feel happy about it. But if you ask any mufti, will my fast break? He will tell you that's inside. That there's nothing you can do about it. Similarly, we get thoughts. A man was told, look after your thoughts. So you get thoughts, one is that come. That is inside. If Allah had to take us to task for what is not within our control, then none of us would have survived anything. Because every person gets certain thoughts. A Sahabi radiallahu anh said, O oh Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the thoughts I get is so evil that instead of mentioning it, rather I be burnt into, into coal. But I can't even bring it on the, bring it on the tongue. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam showed great happiness and delight. And he said, do my Sahaba find such a thing? And then he said, this is Iman, this is Iman. What was explained here, ulama go into great detail to explain that within the body, we have to understand there are two. One is me, and one is shaitan. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, shaitan is allowed to flow in the body like blood. So just like how blood, you don't ever make an effort to stop the flow. Because it's impossible. And there is no benefit behind it. Similarly, these thoughts that come, some, some, some person says, but the thoughts I get are very bad. So obviously, shaitan, there is no limit of him of bad. So if you get very, very bad, or very bad, or little bad, it's just shaitan. All you have to find out is, is it you, or is it shaitan? So you just think about, do I feel happy of the thought or not? And automatically you will say, I'm not happy. When you are not happy, it means that the thought is coming from a different quarter. It's like the phlegm while I'm keeping my past. I don't like it, but it's not going to harm me. But now how to repel him and push him away? So ulama has gone out of the way and Allah reward them all. In which which manners they thought how to play a game with shaitan also. That he is the master of all games. But Islam taught us certain principles that we also can hit back. So one is, Allah Tawarukullah in the Quran speaks about Alam Nashrah Laka Sadrak. Sharh Sadr, the opening of the chest. There are different levels of that. But for the basic believer it is so much that if you are on the road at the moment and there is a traffic jam. So what does a traffic jam mean? It means there is one car and behind him all the other cars. That same amount of cars, if they had to just widen the road, there would be no jam. So to prevent the jam, you don't stop the cars, you widen the road. 
that you allowed your side and I'll move on my side. Similarly, our chest, our heart, Shaitan has already been given his toll road entrance. There's no way we can stop him. You can't fight him, you can't argue with him, you can't give answers to him. Because his questions will always be something you never thought about. But what we can do is we can open our road. When the road opens, suddenly there's no jam in it. So he comes with his thoughts and I carry on in my road thinking of my Allah. And you might think it's impossible side to side to have two thoughts. It's not impossible. He will carry on barking his thoughts and, and I'll carry on thinking of my Allah. I will move in one direction and he'll carry on telling me look in his direction. As long as I don't look, there'll never be an accident. So one is thoughts which are from within. They will never harm man, yet they will trouble man. So just like how you open up the road, Allah subhanahu wa makes that he opens up our heart also. This is the first level of sharh has sadr that my chest has now opened. You carry on barking your way. I got my own journey to go. When shaitan will notice man doesn't show much attention to him, our Hazrat will always explain that the dog that barks, it only carries on barking at the one who looks at it. You carry on walking, that dog will look for somebody else to travel after it. Shaitan is that dog. The more you show you worried, the more he barks. The less you show concern, you've got a long work to do. So open up. That's one. The second is while fasting, there will be times we make mistakes. Because no one fast goes complete. Ihram is the same. Many a person when he puts on ihram, and the first thing you tell him is, that things will happen which are against the ihram. If you go into the books of fiqh, and you know how many laws there are in the ihram of a man, ihram of a woman, you can't put on ithar, you can't scratch, you can't get one hair coming out. A lot of laws. But at the end when the hajj or umrah is done, Nearly every person knows that my ihram wasn't correct. There were so many things I did which broke it. But what Shariat says to him? Shariat says to him, now go and take some sadaqah and give it away. That little charity you give, Allah will forgive all your errors. Fasting is the same. Sadaqatul fitr that we have been told to give, although it's a small amount, 20 rand. But it comes in the narration, this is to cleanse the fast. But all the mistakes during the fast also, what a small amount. What it shows is we're going to make a lot of mistakes. In our fast we make mistakes. One is, I forget I'm fasting, so I ate. My Allah, through Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, don't even worry, your fast never broke. One is, I know I'm fasting. And then, mistakenly water went down. I was gargling mistakenly. Again I was told, there will be no sin, but you will have to make kaza of the fast later on. Then there is the man who knows he is fasting. And then he can't control himself, and he breaks the fast. So you were told, you did a major act. That man was also told, but, that you will make toba, give kafara. Kafara is lost, and then you will keep your kaza, and then finish. Meaning mistakes are going to happen, major sins are going to happen also. Just like how in the past Allah Tawarukala showed, you can sort it out. Similarly on the road of our taqwa, with our tongue, with our thoughts, with our eyes, we will make many mistakes. 
first place to sort out our mistakes is with Sadaqah. Sadaqah does lost. It comes in the narration that one person who never came out, who never looked at that woman, and then never ever touched, Hazrat Shah Hakim Muhammad Dr. Sahib Rahimullah would say, Lord, that never ever touched yourself. Because a snake that is sleeping is not dead. So sometimes Ramadan comes and we all become very good. So now when I go out, I think that from today I'll never ever look at a girl. Because now my snake slept. He went into hibernation, but no one snake ever dies. He says the day comes when that snake is found by some hunters. They even look, pick it up and say, what a snake we got. Meaning I got my nafs in my hand now. I got control over myself. He says as soon as the sun comes out. As soon as heat falls on the sleeping snake, king snake, king snake, life comes back in the snake. In me and you also, life comes back like that. So that man who never looked at woman, it happened the one day that he looked. And he fell in love. And he came down and he met and he fell in the full act of zina. Normally you say it's like a long story, but sometimes it happens so fast. And after the act of zina finished, now he's sitting there and thinking, what did I think? What did I do in my life? That I wasted my wasted my entire life. And this was right at the end of his life. Imagine in that state he was sitting and it happened one woman was walking past and he just gave her some charity. That charity that he gave her, he thought like it's nothing. Because what a sin I had made. What's Chuinirayan going to help now? But he gave her the charity, it comes in the narration, he passed away there and there. And on that charity, Allah made his forgiveness. So charity does lost. So charity. It comes in the narration when you do mistakes, then immediately follow it up with some good. Now we might think the mistake is so big, the good is so small, but never ever think any good is small. Sometimes that small good. Ulama have written, sometimes the same spot where you made the mistake, on that same spot go and do some good action. So at least that land which will want to give witness against you, it will also have to give witness for you. So sort out the mistakes. And then comes Tawbah. That learn to beg from Allah, and may Allah make us all tired. Beg and beg, oh Allah make maaf, oh Allah make maaf, oh Allah make maaf. Ulama have explained that Allah in the Quran explained, that there is Tawbah, and for who there isn't Tawbah. إِنَّمَا التَّوْبَةُ عَلَى اللَّهِ لِلَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ سُوَّ بِجَعَالَ Allah says, Allah has written Tawbah, the acceptance of Tawbah upon Himself. Meaning you make it, He has made it Allah, upon Himself. He has taken that, like obligation. By Allah there is no obligation. It is التَّوْبَةُ عَلَى اللَّهِ Allah has taken it upon Himself. لِلَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ السُّوَ بِجَهَالَةِ For those people who do errors, mistakes, sins, in ignorance, بِجَهَالَةِ After a few verses then it comes, وَلَيْسَتِ التَّوْبَةُ لِلَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ السَّيِّعَاتِ حَتَّى إِذَا حَضَرَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ As for the man who continues living a life of evil, and death grabs him, then it is for him. He never wanted to make tawbah, there is no tawbah for him. Allah reward the Mufassirina, how they go into detail. They ask this question here. That Almighty Allah mentioned the group who made mistakes in ignorance. That there are many of us who don't do it in ignorance. 
We do it knowing it's wrong. At that moment, remembering Allah is looking at me. And still my passion gets over. And still I fall in the sun. So Allah Taala did He not mention it? So Mufassirin mentioned that it has come in the narration that Allah Taala has made it such that whoever kullu man jahil. That every person who breaks the command breaks the commands of Almighty Allah. Although at that moment he knew Allah is looking at him, but actually he also never knew his Allah. Because had he known the power of Allah, and the anger of Allah, and the might of Allah, he wouldn't have done it. So he was also called, you were also jahil, don't worry, you were also forgiven. You know how much of love is in that? That one is the police officer says, in front of me you did it. Ya Allah, tawarukullah, as though he are saying, that although at that moment my thought was in your mind, but I am still regarding you as though you were ignorant of your Allah. So you also were ignorant. Maaf. Tawbah does so much better. Learn to make Tawbah. So one is on the tongue, one is on the thought, one is on the mind. Thoughts will come. Whatever is like slim, we don't have to worry about. However, one thing is, the second thought that comes, one is regarding evil thoughts. One is regarding evil thoughts regarding my friends and family. I start hating so and so person. I just don't like someone. I come in class and someone I just can't get along with. When you get married, normally it's tabiyat. Your wife, her sister, who she gets married to. In Urdu you call it a hamzulf. In Gujarati they call it harubai. So it's like a natural thing now. If he takes out a smart car, you'll feel bad. Because your wife will tell you, see what my sister is driving. So you don't get angry with the car, you get angry with the driver of the car. Now you're upset. Now you're feeling bad about it. Now the 15th of Shaban has come. Now you heard on that night a bayan was given. And in the bayan it was said, tonight everyone is forgiven. But the one who had evil feelings, Allah says, leave him until he sorts out his matter. So you feel bad now. But how do you take out the evil feeling? You can't just take it out. Here again, ulama have gone into detail. That as long as you're not giving vent to that evil, you don't like someone from within and you upset that you don't like him. Very good. That's all that's necessary. So it means it's shaitan blowing his hatred. I'm not happy with it. But I don't give vent to it. To it. To it. There's someone that made me so, so angry. And now we will come to Surah An-Nur. In between now, Allah Taala makes indication towards a, a unique example of where the inside is burning with someone. You don't like someone at all. He has done certain things which, if you could, you would kill him. But still, do you give vent to it or not? So Allah Taala speaks of the incident. We mentioned the other day, it was the incident of if. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha was accused of the act of adultery, which was beyond the mind. Many hypocrites spoke it, they were hypocrites. Then there were certain good believers who also brought it on the tongue. Among those good believers, one was the cousin of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anha. He came to Medina Munawwara poor. Abu Bakr radiallahu anha was his sole sponsor. Sole sponsor means whatever he got was Abu Bakr. Everything he got from him. 
But he fell in the mistake that it also came on his son. So when the news came out that who and who said it, and they had to be left also for saying it. But Abu Bakr was so upset that the one that I had done so much for, that one I never thought. That's what happens normally with us. That there are certain people we really help, really help, really help. And that one does us down. Now our inside now is burning. So at that time do we give vent to it or not? So Abu Bakr at that time in the anger and in the love of his daughter, that how could they say this regarding her? He took a qasam. And in his qasam he said, that by Allah I will now never ever help this person again. So Allah Taala reveals, وَلَا يَعْتَلِ أُلُوا الْفَضْلِ That Abu Bakr is a man of fadil and virtue. The people of virtue should not take such qasams like Allah Tabarukullah says, Rada wal ya'fu wal yasfahu. Yasfahu means like when you say, I rub my palms off. One palm, one hand against the other hand. Allah Tabarukullah says, wipe it off and forget about it. Wal ya'fu, afun means erase it. As though the man never said what he said. Rub your hand. Allah tuhibbuna ayyaghfir Allahu lakum. Oh man, don't you wish that Allah one day also forgive you? That you will also come with Lord tomorrow on the day of the year. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. So, you know, one verse he took and Abu Bakr said, Allah, I want Allah's forgiveness. I want. And he would do more than any of us would. He went and doubled the amount after that. He doubled the amount of that. He wasn't asked for that. But this inside feeling that we get, as long as we don't give vent to it, rather we do the opposite. You don't like someone, that's the one you have to spend on. That's the one you'll have to spend a hadiya to. That's the one you'll have to lift up your hands and make dua. Thereafter carrying on Allah Tabarukullah asks that we give us, that we give us, that we give control over our tongues, over our thoughts, and over our eyes. Then the women were told if they can somehow manage to cover their beauty. And in a very beautiful manner Allah Tabarukullah said, Zenith, your beauty, for the sake of your Allah, will you cover it? So that girl now went into hijab. It's the tabiat of man that he likes to look. That's man's nature. He likes to see anything that is smart. As for women, for them it's not so much the looking. For women it is to be appreciated. That is why men are told, husband, children, you must thank your mother. A husband must thank his wife. He might think it's a small thing. Sometimes the thanking of his wife will save her from adultery. Because many women fell into love with another man. Just because he praised her over the phone regarding something she had done. Just because of that praise. A woman looks for that praise. If a husband had praised his wife, he might have thought, what a small thing. Perhaps that was her security against all adultery. Because she got the praise. A woman looks for that praise. It's a nature. If a boy in the school just sends a message to her. He just had to say, you're looking smart today, that girl at night is not sleeping. All night is in her mind. All night. She will even say, this is haram, haram, but again she'll go and she wants to know who's the boy, who sent the message, and how many girls are getting caught up in this. One word of praise. To be able to keep yourself hidden is not easy for a woman. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked sahaba radiallahu anhu, for a woman what is the most unique? 
None of them gave the answer. Ali radiallahu anhu went home. He asked Fatima radiallahu anha. She gave the answer. When the answer came back to Nabi sallallahu that's when he said that Fatima is a part of me. Meaning that answer exactly as I would have said it. The answer was this. That the most greatest for a woman is that no strange eye falls on her body. No strange eye. And she had it to such an extent, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu anha, that before the passing away, one thought came in her mind that when I'm going to be buried, she even asked that my janaza must be at night. But then the thought was when I'm going to be buried, the shape of my body as it's being lowered down. So her khadima Asma radiallahu anha said at that moment, and he gave her the idea which is used today, that if we want we can put a cloth over, so that when the body is being lowered also somebody else is holding up the cloth. She was so thrilled with that, that even at that moment, not to be noticed. Allah Tabarukullah, after speaking about the hijab, He ends on one final one. May Allah Tabarukullah bless our daughters, our wives, our families. If they can come on to the final and look where it ends. And how Allah Tabarukullah asked for it. He said, وَلَا يَضْرِبْنَ بِأَرُجْهُلِهِمْ لِيُعْلَمَ مَا يُخْفِينَ مِنْ زِينَتِهِمْ Once is now covered completely. Now she is in the burqa. In, in that time they would have bangles on their legs also, on their hands also. So because you got a bangle on the leg, sometimes if the woman walks with a little bang, then the bangle will make a certain sound. Allah Tawarukullah says, and let the woman not bang with her feet, so that what she is hiding that beauty still manages to come out somehow. That the man hears it. And he starts thinking of the leg. He starts thinking of the bangle. The principle Allah Tabarukala gave is that, O oh, Muslim woman, O oh, Muslim girl, you have come into full niqab now. Very good. One more, one more thing is required. Hide yourself. Do not expose yourself. Because you are in niqab, but you are still exposing your insides. A woman in niqab, any small move she does, a man will still think what's behind the niqab. So example, a girl got Instagram, she got WhatsApp, she got WhatsApp, she got Facebook. She has covered her whole body when she goes on the street, but she's known to the whole world also. As she's banging on that button, she's banging on her foot. And as it bangs, then, then many people in the world are thinking of the, are thinking of beauty of that girl. لِيُعْلَمَ مَا يُخْفِينَ مِنْ زِينَتِهِمْ Almighty Allah says, the beauty that she is hiding, that must not be found out by others. For which reason, ulama kiram explained, that even when the woman wants to show, example, she wants to send tupperwares. So on the tupperwares, so on the tupperwares, so on the tupperwares, she wants to put some address, some name, so if her tupperware gets lost, then at least the person will know who must return it to, to. On there also, ulama explained, if she can, avoid mentioning her name, her name. Put her initial, put her surname and put her phone number. So that what? So that the name which is also the beauty of the woman doesn't get exposed. How hard this is for a woman to be told, your Allah is asking you, that from every angle can you become a hidden, hidden, hidden gem. That the only ones who will know you now is your husband, it's your family. It's the woman around, it's your nephews, it's your nieces, it's that little, that lot. And those women who went into this, 
Allah Taala made them known to the whole world, but what is that an honor? We take today the name of, of Aisha, we say radiallahu anha, my mother. We will say Fatima radiallahu anha, the queen of Jannah. They became the most known of known of known of women. But with so much of izzat, afiyat, rahat. Why? Because they went into a shell that they covered themselves from every side. And because it was so hard, so hard, this, that the woman will feel now, the girl will feel, then no one will know me. So immediately after that now, Allah tabarakullah ends. Speaking about all now, control on the tongue, control on the thoughts, control on the eyes, and for the woman, the covering of the body and the hiding of her personality. Allah Tawarukullah says, وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ means just when the person was going to say too hard, Allah Tawarukullah said, you are mu'min. أَيُّهَا mu'min, oh mu'min. Mu'min means you got iman, you can do it. تُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Tawma means run to your Allah. That you might say it's hard, Allah Tawarukullah says, not hard, oh believer, you got iman. Tubu ilallahi jami'an. All together, run to, run to Allah. Ayyuhal mu'minun, O people of Iman, la'allakum tuflihun, you will get it. Thereafter, Allah tawarukullah then means one, one more principle before the ayat of Allah, nur samawati wal ard comes. Hazrat Muna Ashraf Ali Tanwi rahimullah has explained it so beautifully. Allah tawarukullah says now, what was stopped? Stopped was looking at wrong, talking of wrong. Thinking of wrong. Everything stopped, stopped, stopped. So when all that was stopped, there had to be the exit also. That what is allowed? Allah says, وَأَنْكِحُ الْأَيَامَ مِنْكُمْ Ayama means people, means people who are not married. Whether it means widows, spinsters, or your young sons and daughters who are not married. Allah says, get those who are not married, married. Because as long as there is no nikah, the dream that my son will stay clean in school and university, my daughter will look after herself, it's a dream. Ankihul ayama. Those that are not married, Allah Taala gives the command, get them married. Here it wasn't mentioned about age. Here it wasn't mentioned about are they mature. Here it wasn't mentioned have they finished their studies. Allah Taala said, get them married. Immediately the man, the man will say, but he's still working. She's still studying. If, if he marries her now, he hasn't yet got a house. He hasn't got a car. Allah Taala says, If you feel that they don't have the ability to maintain, and that's worrying you, not that they haven't got, you haven't got. Because you're the father. Looking after your son is hard. Now you'll have to look after a son and his wife. Allah Taala says, if they are fakir, they haven't got that wealth. Get them married. يُغْنِهِمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِ Allah from His special grace will make them independent of everyone. Abu Bakr radiallahu anh said this. He said that take the test which Almighty Allah has put. He said you start getting married and start enjoying Allah's blessings falling down. He said start getting married. But the fear that every father got that as long as my son doesn't finish his studies because of that fear, how many girls have aborted? One, two, three. The boy has gone to the father. He said, Daddy, I need to get married. He said, you're not yet big enough. But then why is he asking? You won't ask. 
He's asking because he's already involved with a girl. So they'll come to the alim and say, make a secret nikah. Allah said, Ankihul ayama, get them married. Yes, after getting married, one girl wrote that I am 16, I want to get married. But I don't know how to cook. So what's the answer? The answer is get married and learn how to cook. That cooking is not the issue, it's the issue is adultery. It's zina. That tonight you might lose your illness forever and ever. And you worried, will I manage to give him a meal tomorrow? So if that girl doesn't know how and why she doesn't know, but she doesn't, the boy doesn't. Now he says, Daddy, I need to get married. The father says, To who? Where are we going to go look now? He says, I already found the girl also. That's why he's asking, isn't it? He says, You live around the corner. Where you met her? I met her in school. Now suddenly the father wants to hit the son. But Allah says, Ankihul Ayama. Get him married now. Get him married to that girl if her father is ready. Get him married to somebody else. Your son now cannot control himself. You will show him the first part of Surah An-Nur. Look after your eyes, look after your thoughts, look after your mind. He will say, but there's the second part also. They get married. Get, get him married to that very girl who lives around the corner. At least in that manner she is going to school with her own transport. You are going to school with your transport. Now you can join one car and go together. How much affection? Get married. But here everyone will say, no, it's not right. Doesn't make sense. Why it doesn't make sense? Because Shaitan wants the foundation of the marriage to live for two, three years in dirt and salt. So we will end on this. A lot of times people say, if I get them married so early, then she's not mature, he's not mature. But what happened? At least the foundation was strong. If your foundation is weak, if the girl started her life of a girl in haram, and the boy started it in haram, then understand the foundation was laid weak. Later on in life, whatever building of marriage will come up, it will be a smart building on a weak foundation. Look at that. And if that foundation is halal, that the girl at least can say, Oh Allah, till the day I met my husband, I let nobody else touch me. And the boy can say, Oh Allah, till the day I met my wife, I never touched another girl. And when that foundation is strong, you will see even if the house looks weak, but that foundation is strong, that house will be a unique house. وَإِنْكِحُلْ ayama, Allah Taala said, get them married and he made a promise. And how much yaqeen we have on the promises of Allah. And he said, إِنْ يَكُونُوا فُقَرَا That, oh father, if you're thinking hey, my son can't manage, then Allah Taala says, Allah promises he'll make them manage. Get them married. Allah Taala can't